This is Ethan, and I'm here with Dave, Allison Parsons, Jeremy Samples, and Jake Larson. And together, we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode, 44 Centimeter. On this spoilerific bonus episode, everybody reviews the February 2nd show in Kalamazoo, Michigan, at Kalamazoo State Theater from Weird Al's 2023, the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Dave, we miss you. Where are you? Where are you guys? Where are you? Because you have no internet and you're like in this seedy hotel somewhere. What is going on? Yeah, we're we're uh, we're in Kalamazoo, Michigan, in the Residence Inn, and I checked in, and Dave, there, there was like crunched up dead bugs on the floor, and then I opened. It's it's kind of like a it's like a Residence Inn, so there's like a little kitchenette, if you can call it that. And so I open the fridge, and in the uh, in the freezer is an ice cube tray with seven ice cubes. So I don't know what happened to the other ones. I don't know if these have been licked, but I'm I'm not trusting those ice cubes, Dave. Why don't we have our uh, our guests say hi? We may have some other people stopping by, uh, but we got uh, three good friends here. How's it? Why don't you guys say hi? Hello. Hi. Hey. <laughs> I don't know if they're speaking loud enough. I don't know if anyone at home can hear them. Uh, they're very shy all of a sudden. Uh, they've been talking my ear off all night as I'm trying to get this all set up, and now they're, they've uh, clammed up. But, Dave, what are you doing? Where are you? Well, I, I'm at home, and it's, you know, 1 o'clock in the morning here, so it sounds like you all had a wonderful time. And, yeah, we, we've had everybody – I think everybody's been on the podcast before, Allison – uh, Jeremy and Jake. So yep. it's yeah. nice to get to hear you guys. Well, and I've been on the podcast before too, Dave. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. You don't count. <laughs> um, and actually, we're in the same time zone, Dave. So it is uh, after 1 a.m. here. Um, oh, wow. Okay. So I'll just kind of briefly give my uh, day before I, I uh, got together with these folks. Uh, I got up and uh, flew out of Albany, uh, came into Detroit. Picked up a rental car, uh, picked up Jeremy, who had flown on in the night before, and then we drove about two hours to get to the uh, hotel. And then um, we met up with uh, Jake and Allison and Nancy, and we all went to uh, grab dinner. And Dave, we were looking at what places to grab dinner at, and as soon as uh, Jeremy found this place, we knew we had to go. Jeremy, what was the place called? Harvey's. (laughs) Harvey, 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 the restaurant. Yeah, and it was literally right next door to the venue. I feel like, Dave, a few other times in the last year, the restaurants right next to the uh, venues have been Weird Al related in some way. It's just... Yeah, what... I just want to know if I think it's you're Harvey right. the hamster or Harvey, like from UHF. That, which Harvey is it? That's true. Uh, Uncle well, Harvey. Uncle could Harvey. be. Well, it's Harvey's, so it could be both of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the hamster and the uncle got together and they opened the restaurant. Well, one of the items on the menu was, was called Harvey sticks. So I think it's like fish sticks, but made out of hamsters. <laughs> 
Well, so so Dave, we had uh, VIP and Jeopardy tonight, so we got there pretty early. Um, I think we were supposed to check in by six o'clock, so we got to Harvey's around five o'clock. We got an excellent spot on the sp- street, free parking, and um, we went in. And it wasn't too long before uh, we were joined by some special guests. Um, uh, Dave, of course, you recall when we interviewed Stephen Lynch. Um, not not when we interviewed the sure. uh, the politician, the the comedy musician Stephen Lynch. <laughs> um, right. Well, his uh, his on stage sidekick and tour manager um, lives in Kalamazoo, so he joined us for dinner. Rod Cohn, and then at some point, Rod's uh, partner Casey joined us, so we got to meet her, and uh, we had a lot of fun. And at one point, I don't even know how to say her last name, uh, Kathy Rapek. I think it's how you say her name. Uh, she joined us as well. So we had a, a nice meal. Oh, some, nice, yeah. Some yeah. drinks. Uh, I got a veggie burger. I know Jake got like a, a pizza. pizza. I don't know what anyone else got. I got a regular burger. I just got a bunch of boozy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had, a, we had a guest walk in too. We had a guest walk in. Come say hi. Oh, that's right. Yeah, while we're uh, hanging out at dinner, uh, Grammy Award winning Jim Kimo West popped in. Uh, he saw us and then left really quickly. <laughs> he backed out slowly. She's like, "Yeah, I'm I, I, oh, yeah, I just, I just was, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I gotta go." <laughs> well, he he used the weakest excuse that there was. The last time they were here was 20 years ago, and he just came out and he's like, "Hey, yeah, I thought I remembered this place." Yep, I remember it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the last thing uh, Kimo wants is to uh, join a table of uh, you know super fans. Um, well, well, it was probably filled up on all that Wendy's he picked up. Did you yeah. see that yeah, amazing yeah. Facebook post? <laughs> yeah, it was what Kimo, John, and Emo uh, waiting. Or walking up to a, a drive-thru. Oh, window. Steve. It was Steve, I think. Oh, yeah. Steve. Yeah, Steve, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. John Kimo and, took the picture. And yeah. Actually, that Ready reminds me. in front me, of a, a Wendy's. Yeah. That reminds their, me, Dave. tour bus would not fit through the drive-thru. <laughs> was it when we were yes. walking to the restaurant that we actually passed Emo on the street? I said hi to him. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Um, and you can tell it's Emo because Emo just – even though he has a mask, it's just <laughs> – Emo is emo, like yeah. you know. Like, I didn't even yeah. see his face at all. Yeah. I just saw the yeah. back of him and was like, "Oh, there's emo." Yep, that's emo. <laughs> Anytime you see the beret, the long trench coat, you know that's emo. <laughs> Absolutely, Dave. Before we go any further, uh, I, I realized something exciting about the show today. And uh, as you know, in 2022, I went to 39 of the Vanity Tour shows, and in 2018, I went to 10 of the Vanity Tour shows. So tonight marks. Okay. My lifetime fiftieth vanity tour show, um, so I was really happy to get to spend it with Miss Fifty Hat herself, Allison Parsons. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I made a discovery about my Fifty Hat. I thought it was my fiftieth Weird Al show, but recently I like went through the list of shows and like I wanted to make sure. That was actually like my fifty fourth show. Oops, oh, okay. I lost count. Oh, Jesus! So that whole episode needs to be deleted. Like, just to get rid of it. It's inaccurate. The Red Rocks review. We got to delete, Dave. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll, we'll ask Frank to to do that. Yeah. But uh, two questions, uh, or well, one comment and two questions. Uh, did Allison bring you a fifty hat to wear during oh the concert? God. She did Maybe. not. 
But I spoilers. Have missed so many oh, opportunities to use that hat again, <laughs> and I never remember to do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And uh, second, we wanted to make sure that from all of us here at David Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al podcast, we wish you a very happy 50th Vanity Tour show. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, so we, we went over to the venue, um, you know, around 6 o'clock. And uh, we parted ways with Rod and Casey uh, as they uh, they did not have tickets uh, to the show. Actually, um, so Rod and Stephen Lynch, they both uh, live in this area. And they were supposed to be in Europe on a European tour right now. Uh, but Stephen got sick, so they just had to last minute postpone their tour. So, um, Oh, wow. So Rod would have gone to the Weird Al show. But he thought he was going to be in Europe, but now he's not, but the show is sold out. So the uh, next oh. best thing is he gets to say hi to us. Uh, we had a really nice oh. time with them. Um, so we got in the venue, and uh, um, we had VIP tonight, so we, we picked up our, our swag. And uh, nothing new there, Dave. Um, they gave us you know, the, uh, the lanyard. They give you a little ticket to, okay. uh, to get a, a non-alcoholic beverage. Uh, the Weird Al yep. face mug. Um, I actually didn't even look in my bag. They, they give us a coffee tin coffee. and coffee. Yeah, uh, I just not, got not, coffee. Not a I didn't tin. Get a tin. The, they didn't the give coffee. us a tin. No. Oh, okay. I, some of the venues, I think they were giving out tins, but um, I guess we did not get a tin, Dave. But um, and then you know the the pass that you stick on your shirt is a gray one tonight. And is that everything? Oh, and then you know you can sign up uh, to play Jeopardy. So. Um, I don't know yep. what you guys wrote, but I always, you know, because when JW sees my name, you know, he knows me. So I always try and write something silly. So I wrote Ethan Allman is my name. Um, I, I wasn't being silly. That's just my name. That was very silly. <laughs> um, for occupation, I wrote JW enthusiast slash RV salesman. <laughs> for, for email and phone, I just wrote, you know. And then for city and state, I wrote fart Ohio. <laughs> so okay real that's a real town i've been there yeah. is it a real town <laughs> i figured it was believable you know that you know someone from ohio would come up to uh to kalamazoo uh, i think uh the jte experience has, play, has played a gig there before. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> jake they, your band played in fart renamed. ohio yeah uh, let me. So we, <laughs> we got in, and there was there was some issue with like people getting in, but their tickets weren't scanning, um, like a whole lot of nonsense. And then I just like walked over, and I like Allison was trying to get in. I was like, "Oh no, she's good." And the people at the door just believed me and like let her in. <laughs> wow. I, I don't know. I don't have any so real authority, but Nancy and I were were stuck getting in. Nancy and I were stuck getting in, and then uh, JW came out in his sparkly jacket yeah. <laughs> and said, these guys are with me, let them in, and nobody believed him, so they believed you. <laughs> they didn't believe yeah, JW with the AAA pass. from inside with the sparkly jacket. So. It was funny because uh, the guy who was sort of the gatekeeper, uh, once we got in, Jake and I beelined to the bathroom and we were at there were three urinals and it was me, Jake, and the guy. <laughs> and we're just all using the urinals and he's like, Sorry about that, guys, you know, just trying to do the job. And it was so bizarre. 
<laughs> but uh, he was cool. He like he kind of helped us out the rest of the night a little yep. bit. Um, we kept seeing him, and everyone at the venue was so nice. Um, it's also really funny. Uh, so I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet, but um, I'm going to be a tour manager for an upcoming uh, show. Uh, that's going to be touring around, and um, it's a comedy show, and that show is going to be at this exact theater. So there were posters oh, wow. <laughs> and flyers everywhere. So I will be back in Kalamazoo in April at some point. So that was pretty pretty <laughs> funny to see. And so we came in, and of course we checked out the merchandise, Dave. Um, the one thing that we had heard a rumor about, um, which I shared with you offline, uh, Dave, was that they yep. were going to be – when they printed more of the shirts, the date back shirts with the uh, tour dates, they were going to keep everything from 2022, but then just add the two Hawaii dates on the bottom. Um, so I checked in with Marnie and she did not have those yet. Um, so I'll, oh, okay. I'll keep checking oh. in uh, throughout my time uh, doing these five dates and I will let you know, Dave, and I will get you one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I expect. Yes, I expect. Uh, expect. I don't know who's going to the rest of these shows. I'm guessing Jeremy is at least. I expect Jeremy to yeah, keep uh, there, Ethan dude. honest here and make sure <laughs> and make sure that uh, he picks me up a shirt for my collection. Yeah, oh, sorry, Dave. They only had one. <laughs> <laughs> one one tour shirt. One shirt for the entire tour. Well, Dave, you, literally one shirt. I did get you some stuff at, uh, at the venue, so. Actually, at Harvey's, they had a like a local uh, <laughs> magazine, and they did have Al listed in there. So I grabbed a couple of those, and then at the venue they All had right, these little uh, uh, flyer kind of postcards, and uh, Al's show was listed on the back. So I grabbed a couple of those too, um, and then so oh, thank you. So when we were in the the bathroom, and then like looking at the drink area, uh, this venue had made two uh, Weird Al themed drinks. Um, and we, uh, Jake and I tried both of them at some point. We can just talk about it now, I guess. Um, the first one, do you guys remember what they're called? I don't have, I didn't take notes on that. One was Smells Smells Like like Nirvana, Nirvana. which was Mr. Pibb and Fireball. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The other one was Polka Party, which was Orange Juice. Red Bull and Pineapple Juice. Pineapple Juice. I think so. Um, they were both okay. They were okay. Yeah. (laughs) First couple sips oh. were fine. Was... Yeah, you know, yeah. The, the smells like Nirvana, which was like Mr. Pibb and Fireball, which is like a was a cinnamon whiskey. whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, the flavors work together well, uh, but yeah, like Jake said, it's like a couple sips would have been fine, but a whole drink is kind of a lot of that flavor. Yeah, after nine, I was oh, like, yeah. no, I can't drink. More <laughs> I, I did my part. I had half of the smells like Nirvana by just having a Mr. Pib. <laughs> you had a smells like or a Nirvana. Yeah. Smells like. Um. So w- it was getting to be. Uh, what, wait. What was the second drink? The second drink was uh, polka party. I, I didn't catch that. Polka party. And what, what's in the polka party? That one was. I have red, a picture red bowl, of it. Let me see. Pineapple juice and. Orange juice. Was it orange juice? I can... Oh, yeah, the sheets are right. I have it right here. Orange juice, pineapple juice, Red Bull. Yeah, we're right. We nailed it. Oh, okay. Uh, So it was non-alcoholic, and I was able to use my uh, drink ticket for that, the polka party. Oh, for that. Oh, nice, nice. But, like, I'll 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 show you a picture, Dave, and maybe I can post this in the group if 
if someone reminds us to post it once this episode <laughs> actually comes out. Uh, they did a really nice job. Like on the uh, Smells Like Nirvana, they kind of have the font wavy uh, to kind of look like, you know, um, water, I guess. And then in yeah. the background of the drink, they have like a picture of the drink. There's fireball floating in a pool and they have, um, it looks like a donut or a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of looks like an everything bagel, Look, but yeah. The string that's the donut from. It's the donut. It's you think? The donut. Okay. From smells like. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're checking it out, and uh, they did a nice job with it. They, <laughs> it, it looked really cool. Okay. Uh, so so Jake and I, we each got we got one of each, and then uh, I took a picture of the actual drinks in front of the signs. So for complete uh, <laughs> transparency and, and uh, proof. <laughs> um, so we went in. We went in, and uh, we all sat together. Uh, the back of Jeopardy, and it wasn't long before we got in that, uh, you know, the festivities started, and uh, so everyone's up and clapping, and as you know, Dave, at some point, uh, JW picks some guy in the front to go get the ballots, and uh, yes, so he picks a guy, the guy stands up, he says, what's your name? And the guy goes, Frank! <laughs> so... We had a Frank <laughs> oh, no. as our person, and Allison asked me if that was intern Frank, but... Um, I assured her that he's not allowed to attend Weird Al shows, and let alone like, Pepperdine. Because oh, no, I always pictured him as, like, way uglier than that guy. You know? <laughs> was the guy attractive? <laughs> Is that what you're saying, Allison? No. Ooh, okay. I don't remember, actually, what he looked okay. like. It was the toilet paper that highlighted his yeah. good feet. I don't think I even really, like, looked at the guy. I was, like, taking notes and stuff. <laughs> but um, So um, what was kind of interesting is their normal uh, sound guy – um, who has toured with them a bunch? Denny was not with them on this uh, this tour this year, uh, so it was a new guy. So there actually were a couple hiccups um, during Jeopardy where the the sound cues were off. I mean, no no shame on the guy. I mean, this is his first ever Jeopardy, and it's not really something you can uh, practice in advance because uh, you need you know right. everything. But um, there were a couple times, like kind of during the intro part, where. Um, JW would like call for a specific thing. And I, I thought it was really interesting um, that um, when Marnie came out, JW's like, play Marnie's theme. So that music they play must be labeled as Marnie's theme. So I thought that was funny. <laughs> uh, oh, so Frank did end up getting covered in toilet paper. And uh, instead of wearing it with pride, <laughs> toilet paper he, Frank, he just uh, he let it drop and just uh, left the toilet paper on oh, the floor. Okay. Well, but that's an important detail that'll come in handy later. So don't forget that. Okay. <laughs> uh, so they uh, do you get? I have pictures. I, I should just be looking at uh, pictures. Um, Dave, I will tell you, I was unable to take uh, gratuitous notes during Jeopardy because I was selected. Uh, oh, I was selected wow. for your 50th vanity tour show, my 50th lifetime awesome. vanity tour show. Uh, Ethan Allman, the RV salesman from Fart, Ohio, <laughs> was selected. <laughs> uh, so uh, went over. Uh, there was also, um, I think, a guy named Ryan and a woman named Lisa. And so the three of us went up and um, we played Jeopardy and it was a lot of fun. Um, what do cool. you, what did you guys, I was up there and you picked the daily double right away. Oh yeah. I, I got like, second question. Yeah. You only had 20. Yeah. I had 20 <laughs> points and then I got the daily double <laughs> oh, and geez. I bet it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you risk taker. You, I know. Can oh, you believe it? 
Oh, well, did you, did you I, get it right? What was the question? Do you guys remember the question? Right. I don't remember. It was a two-parter. Right. Oh, oh, a two-parter. Oh, you wow, know okay. what was really confusing was... Uh, so, actually, being on stage, I don't know if you guys can hear, but being on stage, the, the stage monitors were not really great. So, I really couldn't hear what JW was right. saying. It was very uh, muted and, and quiet. And so... Whenever he'd ask a question, I would just look at the board and read it because I could not understand what he was saying. Um, in this category, I don't think I'd seen this one before. It was called Question Everything. This was the first question. It was the category Question Everything, and then it was just the quote, I never got around to it, so where's your wallet anyway? And I'm like, am I supposed to say where the wallet is? Like, I had no idea what I was supposed to say. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out the Question Everything category would have a quote from a song, and you just had to say, what is the song title? Uh, so, What's a question uh, about it? Okay. I don't understand the... Every, every, I think every quote from, or every line was a question. Well, yeah. Oh. But it was... I, I, yeah. Oh, but it wasn't okay. explained. It wasn't explained, so it was very confusing. And then, um, uh, what was... Oh, <laughs> the Daily Double was... In 2011, news outlets from around the world reported that this singer had refused to give Al permission to release his parody of Born This Way. And so, Dave, it's a daily double, right? So it's like, it's my question to answer. <laughs> well, as soon as JW yeah. finished reading the question, the other guy up there buzzed in <laughs> to answer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, did they even, I can't remember, did they give? Did he give him they points? they did give him, yeah. <laughs> So they yeah. gave some points for buzzing in, and then they're like, actually, you're not allowed to buzz in. It's you're daily right. double. <laughs> and then they let you answer. They let me answer. So, um, But whenever I, I had my daily double, uh, the rules always change in Weird Al Jeopardy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so JW just, let, you know, in my, like, 400 chill, JW just let the guy just steal the question, and he, he stole all my points, and... So at least he didn't treat Ethan like that tonight. <laughs> well, we'll see. Well, yeah. you know what? It, it's funny. It's funny because uh, I remember something when I was up on stage at the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. for Jeopardy. Uh, I do remember it was a little bit difficult to hear JW. So I sort of had to do the same thing and read the question and, and half listen, you know, half listen <laughs> to him. But also I remember that. uh I do remember that that I did get a daily double and uh, somebody else buzzed in. I believe I believe I got a daily double and somebody else buzzed <laughs> in and got the uh, credits for it. So uh, yeah, I think uh, that that rule's a little flexible because they, I think I was uh, burned by it. Yeah, do these people have they ever watched Jeopardy? Like I feel like it's like <laughs> the most famous game show in the world, and these people are attending Weird Al Jeopardy. They don't know how it works. Well. Um, so this was uh, by when once we got into Final Jeopardy, um, the score was me with six hundred. Um, oh, I, I should say that uh, nicknames were made um, during Jeopardy. Sometimes okay. JW assigns nicknames, so um, I don't know why, but I was nicknamed. Instead of even worse, Ethan worse, <laughs> which is <laughs> hilarious. Um, and then uh, Lisa was named too stupid Lisa. Um, so okay, <laughs> me Ethan worse. I went into the final Jeopardy with six hundred points. Too stupid Lisa had uh, two hundred and sixty. And then the last guy whose name I'm blanking on and trying to look up, 
Um, he had 360. Was it Ryan? Ryan. Was that it? Was it Ryan? I, I thought you said it was Ryan earlier. Feels yeah. Right. Yeah, Ryan. Okay. Um, so then, uh, you know, they do the presentation of the question, and then JW, like, starts reading it, and I was like, hey, JW, we got to wager points. Like, I was trying to let him know. And he said, ah, oh, yes, thank you. Yeah, we do need to wager points. But he said, but Ethan, you just corrected me in front of this whole audience, so I'm docking you 100 points. <laughs> so while I, so while I was entering uh, Final Jeopardy with 600, I was then reduced down to 500 points, um, but still in the lead going into it. Uh, so Dave, I'll give you the question, and uh, be- um, before you give us yep. your answer, without anyone here actually spoiling what the answer is, I'm just curious if you guys knew. Um, knew what it was. So I'll read it. They'll tell us if they knew it without spoiling it. And then, Dave, you'll try and answer. Okay? All right. The question was, which two Weird Al songs mention Crazy Glue? So, Jake, did you know the answer to this? I did. Yeah, I knew this one. You knew both of them? I knew both of them, yep. Jeremy? I I only knew one of them. I only thought of one. And I will reveal, Dave, that I only thought of one. Um, So... Give, give you a little Cra- bit of time crazy to think. Glue. Yeah, crazy glue your head to the bottom of a steel girder. Yep. Uh, is one of the phrases. So, Mr. Popeil. Jeez, yep. the other. Yeah, Mr. Popeil. Uh, See, I could have used you up there, uh, the Dave, because that's the one I didn't get. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, crazy glue. Crazy glue. Uh, uh, under this pressure, I'm not thinking of it. So I got Mr. Popeil. So the other, yeah, the other one is uh, is one more minute. Ah, uh, help help me with the line, nostrils guys. Together with yeah, glue your nostrils together with crazy glue. So I I, crazy, I yes. answered one more minute, um, and uh, was correct. So my 500 points uh, because I I bet it all, but I only got a half right. I only got 200 points. So my 500 went up to 700. Um, <laughs> then. Okay. Um, I don't know. Too stupid, Lisa. She she did not know it, so I don't even know what she said. Um, and <laughs> she didn't lose any points though, because <laughs> she didn't wager any points. So she stayed at two sixty. And then, um, Ryan, did he bet it all? Yeah, and he, I think Ryan bet it all. He bet it all and got it wrong. But he he got it wrong, Lost and so the audience. So he mm-hmm. went down to zero. The audience started booing. And then he said, um, your booing uh, nourishes me. And JW said, all right, I'm <laughs> – I don't know what JW said, but that was enough for JW to uh, increase his score from zero to 880, just beating me out. So Ryan was <laughs> the champion of Jeopardy <laughs> and uh, was crowned the champion. Incredible. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I, I did not officially lose on Jeopardy. I wasn't – uh, in third, but I did come in second. Um, I think for the third, you were not a complete loser. I think but all were, three Jeopardies did lose on Jeopardy. I've done in the uh, unfortunate return tour has been second place. So maybe one of these days I'll either <laughs> lose or win. <laughs> but I'm just riding. I'm the middle child uh, <laughs> this tour, I guess. Um, any other uh, observations from Jeopardy, guys? I'm guessing not, since no, nobody said anything. I was anything. taking pictures of you, so I <laughs> yes, Jake. Jake, uh, uh, taking pictures 
there were some uh, interesting, more flubs with the uh, the sound cues during Jeopardy. Just yeah. you know, we we've seen it enough that we we know, <laughs> you know, the run of how it goes. So it was just kind of silly, and uh, you know, obviously the the sound guy is like trying his best out there. I I think his name was John. Is that John, what you said? Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. We, did you meet him? I didn't meet I, him. I, yeah, I, I talked to him before the show. He was oh, nice, cool. nice guy. Yeah, I'm sure he's nice. I mean, everyone. And you know, if you're gonna tour that, you gotta be nice. Um, yeah. So it was fun. It was a lot of fun. One of the uh, one of the funniest flubs was as JW was getting ready to take the picture of the winners. Uh, John accidentally played the sounder of where Denny. Uh, says like the public address for the audience to not take photos yeah. and videos. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for the you know enjoyment <laughs> of others, please do not take photos or videos. Right as JW is taking the picture of us <laughs> for Instagram. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah, it was really funny. So then, um, and that'll that'll come up later too. So tuck that one away, Dave. Um, All right, I will. So we sort of uh, I don't know what happened to Jeremy and Allison, but I somehow ended up with Jake. Uh, <laughs> not by choice. I wasn't happy either. <laughs> Actually, this is when we went and tried the uh, the the uh, theme drinks, and uh, before we got in line, or at some point, a guy walks by. He's wearing a top hat and like a black blazer, and I I just stopped the guy. I'm like, uh, it looks like you're dressed as Doctor Demento. Is that correct? He said, Yes, I am. And I said, Well, I'd like Aww. to give you a wooden nickel. <laughs> so ah, I gave I my it. only the only time spoiler alert tonight I gave out any wooden nickels or anything was to wow. this guy dressed wow. as Doctor Demento. Uh, his name was Bruce, mm-hmm. and uh, he was not a duck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what his mom said whenever you know she had him. She's like. I think I'm gonna name him Bruce. <laughs> I thought he was. I thought he was dressed like Abraham Lincoln. So you... <laughs> yeah, the first year he was dressed as Abraham Lincoln. Then it was yeah, right. <laughs> Harpo Marx, and then Tarzan, <laughs> and then just a fig leaf. Um, and Dave, I'm very excited to announce a Coke Zero solo. I'm so thirsty. Oh, you didn't. You didn't give me warning. I had one ready to go. Well, we didn't well, want to do, do a duet. Own. Do your own. <laughs> All right. Ready? Three, two, one. Coke Zero solo. Ooh, sounded good. Excellent. Nice and crispy. Well, it was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what else happened it's no, during... It's no Mr. Pib. It's no Smells Like Nirvana <laughs> or uh, Polka Party. That's right. Whatever the other second drink was. That's right. Uh, but it'll do. So what else happened before the show? Do you guys have any uh, any happenings to report? No, I don't think no. so. We just killed time. Yeah, we just, we hung out, we're talking, we kept getting, it was, you know how Dave, how at the end of shows, when we don't have VIP, we kind of just like slowly get kicked out of places for closer and closer to the exit? Well, Jake and I yeah. were hanging out, uh, chatting by the exit, or the entrance, I guess, and then we got kicked out of the, we got like we got slowly in. pushed into the theater. <laughs> we got kicked in. We got kicked in. <laughs> you guys moved away from the doors. Yeah. Can you guys move away from the merch line? Can you guys move? So um, I did take a look at the merchandise um, very closely, and um, Allison, when she saw the merchandise, did the same thing I did. It was like, oh, my God, they've got new, new, new shirts, new sweatshirts. It turns out they had a venue like the actual venues merchandise hung up right next to the Weird Al stuff, so like we, <laughs> I think we all had like minor heart attacks when we saw that. But um, 
there was no Bermuda books. Um, there was no CDs or anything, but everything else that we know hmm. and love um, that was still in stock by the end of the tour was there. So no hats, <laughs> um, no um, Dare to be Stupid shoelaces, uh, but everything else. Plus they had the Word Crimes uh, notebooks as well and the $5 uh, coffee oh, okay. tins. Well, in case okay. anyone's interested, also the walk-in music was the same as the uh, one used last year. So all those songs were this, were similar. They were playing the same but, order yeah, and everything. Yeah, else heard the walk-in music from last tour. Nothing new there. So, Very nice. Um, are we ready to go to the show? Or do you guys have anything else? Again, we just got back. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, do you have do you have any comments? You, I know you weren't there, and you're listening I, in, and you're you're trying to keep up. But is there anything that we may have missed that you're curious about before we get to uh, no? JW? But, uh, well, I do want to make I do want to make sure that uh, you have written down a prediction for Dave's pick of the night. Yes, mm-hmm. I did, um, and I, I and, vocally uh, I think I at least told Jake yeah. what my uh, prediction okay. is. Um, okay. Well, we'll find out if if that's if that's correct later. <laughs> right. uh, no, I th- I think uh, I wasn't there. So, and I guess I, I, yeah, I do want to point out that in case it wasn't clear in the beginning of the episode, I not I wasn't did not attend this concert along with uh, the four of you. I was back at home in New Jersey, wishing yep. I was in Michigan with you. But yeah, so I have not. I have not bothered. I have not seen or heard anything about this concert. I know I, I'm hearing everything for the first time from you. I do not know the set list. I do not know <laughs> anything. So, uh, um, um, but I could not wait to hear about it. So I wanted to make sure I got on and uh, talked to everybody about it. So let's uh, let's go on. I'm excited to hear what happened. So exactly eight o'clock on the dot. JW took the stage, and Dave. We all know last time. We saw JW take the stage to introduce the show. His mic didn't work. So <laughs> back at Carnegie Hall. Yes, that's Carnegie Hall. Yes. <laughs> but uh, his mic he worked. He got booed off the stage at Carnegie Hall. It was awesome. <laughs> no fault of his I own. I was the leading the charge work. on that one. Uh, but it was his fault what happened tonight. Um, he was doing oh. Emo's intro, and I can't remember what he says, but something about like Emo, you know, has done numerous shows or. Do you guys know what, why he says numerous? Oh. Anyway, whatever whatever in the intro yeah. where he says numerous, JW said nudity or something. Nudity. Oh, nudity yeah. is – and then he, like, stopped and fixed himself. The crowd caught it. Yeah, yeah, the crowd started laughing. Um, and then, of course, uh, introduced the Emo Phillips exposure. Uh, and Emo took the stage Ooh. right at 8.02. And uh, a few things I noticed. I did take actually – uh, I know we don't usually report on emo stuff, but I did take a couple notes tonight. Um, first thing, most notably, the EMO uh, metal letters were not there. I didn't see them. I don't know if you guys no, saw them anywhere. No. Uh, emo came out wearing his Harlequin uh, outfit, the uh, black and gold, as uh, enshrined yeah. in the illustrated owl. Um, and <laughs> yep. so eight minutes into emo set, I wrote down the time just because I happened to see my, my phone uh, – 810, uh, Emo's telling a joke, and then it starts playing that same announcement. Uh, for the full enjoyment of <laughs> you guys, please oh, do not. No. It started playing, and then it stopped. <laughs> and Emo was like, he, you know, Emo has <laughs> been touring and dealing with live comedy for decades. So he is an absolute pro. Right. So he's, 
he was saying something about, um, I don't know, something that he did. And he said, and I'm also a damn good ventriloquist. <laughs> it didn't even sound like <laughs> I can throw my voice. And then he said, but I got to make sure that the dummy's line's funnier next time. <laughs> so he totally covered for it. And it was just, he made it hilarious. Um, uh, that's awesome. There was, uh, sometimes Emo will, will tell a joke where in it he talks about uh, the actual history of the theater that we're in. And so he was talking about it. And this is real. The theater was built in 1927. So that Aww. was very exciting. Um, and there was uh, a part where Emo asks if it's someone's birthday. And then he gets that person's name. And um, getting this person's name took like five minutes. <laughs> she kept shouting it out. And then he's like, what did you say? And then she'd shout it out. And then people in the front would start like saying. And then, but it's still like, uh, it had, none of us knew what she was saying. So then she started um, spelling it out. And like, she was like, some of the letters were louder than others. So it's like, it just, it took you forever. Still got it, wrong, yeah. still got it wrong. So uh, her name was Shalico. <laughs> wow! Actually, the, the whole audience Shallow. eventually got in on that. Yeah, we the have... audience could hear her better than emo could. So the audience was shouting every letter at emo. So we got the shallow. It was, I was hilarious. Doing, like, sign language, like yeah. holding my hand up with the letters. Welcome to Michigan, Shalico. Um So I'll take this moment to mention where we Wait, were so... sitting. Unless you have something, Dave, about Shalico. Wait, wait, was it sh- Shalico? S H A L. See, you can't even hear it. <laughs> Imagine emo, poor emo, up on stage trying to listen to this. I know. I, well, um, I want to know what this name is. Shalico? Is that is yeah. that close enough? Yeah, Shalico. Because that that's incredible that somebody named Shalico was in Kalamazoo. It's like, <laughs> like insane. It's all weird names and vowels here. Uh. What what is going on in Michigan? Yeah, I, I need to know. Ask. Don't ask. <laughs> Something's in the water from Flint, maybe. I don't know. Um, but we uh, – he had a great set. Uh, there was a standing ovation, of course, as there always is and should be. Um, and then after Emo set, I was like, ah, I'll go hit the bathroom. And uh, the lines were so freaking long, I was just like, I'll hold it. <laughs> it's not worth it to me. Uh, so I did like a, a big uh, loop. Um, uh I was sitting right with Jeremy and Allison. We were front row just to the Steve side of center. Um, really okay. wonderful, beautiful seats. And um, Excellent. When I came back, I came back the other way, and there was a gentleman in the front row who had a service dog um, right in the front. And uh, the uh, service dog's name – well – I wanted to get through and the dog was kind of blocking and I didn't want to like step over the dog and startle it. Like, I, you know, I know service dogs, right. you don't want to mess with them. So I just, I went to the owner. I was like, uh, Hey, I, I need to get through, you know, can I step over him? And, and he's like, Oh, I'll move him." And, uh, so then I, I had a, a little conversation with him about the dog. Uh, the dog's, uh, been to a number of concerts, but this is his first weird Al concert. And the dog, <laughs> Aww, okay. uh, was a German shepherd. It was a German Shepherd, huge dog, and his name is Miles. 
So I said, well, did you know oh, that nice. Steve J, the bassist, has a son named Miles? So uh, I had a nice conversation. Um, I didn't get the owner's name, but I got the dog's name. <laughs> oh. Really, that's all we care about. Um, but uh, it was it was pretty cool getting to meet Miles the dog, and he did lick my hand at one point, um, <laughs> which uh, uh, Jake did they, when they, I met him for the first time. Right. So it was, I was just going to say. Yeah, it must be a Michigan place. thing. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> And, um, That's a great story, but I really, I really wish that you had given Miles a wooden nickel. Ah, you're right. Yeah, well, I didn't have my stuff with me because I, I was like, I'm just going to run to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> but you're right. I should have uh, given Miles a couple wooden nickels. Um, so this was actually – so when I got back to my seat, I sat down. And Allison, what happened to your drink? Um, I finished my drink. It was just like the ice it was melting and I put it like under my chair so I wouldn't kick it over. But I think somebody behind me kicked it over and like water spilled everywhere. So there was like a, a big puddle of water on the floor and it was like dripping all around. And so I don't know. Did you realize it? How did we realize that uh, our friend Frank, who got covered in toilet paper, just left all the toilet paper on the ground? So we're like, oh. We can use this toilet paper to clean up this giant mess. <laughs> so, oh wow! So we grabbed the toilet paper and we uh, we cleaned up all the <laughs> all the water that was dripping around. The toilet paper didn't go to waste this time. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, because yeah, I didn't Amazing. want like my bags to get wet and stuff. So sure. that was that yeah. was excellent. Uh, Emo ended his set at eight thirty three. By the way, uh, so he had a thirty one okay. minute set tonight. Oh, thirty one minutes with that's a standing ovation. Um, Excellent. And I will say, as we're waiting for the show to start, we can see Al's table, and uh, we noticed a megaphone and a vibroslap. So when I see a megaphone, mm. I think Skipper Dan, and when I see a vibroslap, yep. I think Close But No Cigar. So those were um, yep. predictions. Now, you I've just made those predictions, but I also had a different way to predict, and I will tell you that when I was on stage for Jeopardy, I saw a set list. So <laughs> I snuck a picture just so I could reference it, and uh, I did go into the concert uh, with knowledge of the set list and the cover song. Um, but oh wow, uh, I, I didn't study it, but of course, once I saw the cover song and I recognized it, um, I was excited. And uh, uh, Jeremy and Allison did not want to know, so I, I didn't share it. I kept it to myself, um, but I did. I did get a little sneak peek, which was kind of cool. Very nice. Well, so, I don't want to know yet either. Okay, I will, I will wait. <laughs> you want to be surprised, just like they were. I tried to guess I be a little surprised. bit, but then I gave up. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so email left the stage at eight thirty three. At eight fifty one, uh, the show started with Fun Zone. Fun zone. But I knew that because I saw the set list, so that wasn't a surprise to me. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was was really great. And I I feel like, did Bermuda play a little bit longer than normal? Did it take a little bit longer for the guys to come in? No. It seemed normal You don't think so? Okay. Um, So fun zone was great. You know, of course, Bermuda starts it off, and then Jim and Steve and Ruben join him. And Dave, I know you're on the edge of your seat. Ask the question you want to ask about uh, Steve's appearance. (laughs) <laughs> well, the, I do have questions about Steve's appearance and, of course, Al's appearance. But uh, well, I do want to know, was Steve wearing sunglasses, regular glasses, or no glasses at all? Are those the only three options? 
Yes. Okay. Well, he was wearing sunglasses. <laughs> and a feather boa and <laughs> no he was wearing sunglasses um and of course at the end of fun zone al joined joined the band and came out on stage and uh did the boneless boy dance and um yes you know uh for years dave um we've uh been naming al shirts as we know and for years uh we've uh as we've always called it uh, Al is wearing his Fern Gully Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> that name that is just etched in the stone of all of our listeners. Everyone knows that as the Fern Gully shirt, which which was the same one he wore at Carnegie Hall. Yeah, uh, so it is. The, yeah, so I was just thinking about time. that. Yes. Yeah. Maybe he didn't. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long couple months. He had three it, people in the front row who were at the Carnegie Hall show. Come on, Al, change it up. We knew we know what you were wearing. I, I texted I texted my son and said, uh, "Hey Mitch, we need to buy this guy a new shirt." <laughs> Did you all notice anything else interesting about Al's appearance tonight? Yes, um, as soon as Al came out and um, and sat down, I noticed that Al and this might be the first time for me seeing Al doing an actual full band concert. Uh, Al had a goatee. Oh, not a wow. super, not like a super long one, but just like you know, clearly uh, at least a, a week or so um, of of goatee, and it it was it's kind of hard to see because Al's right in front of the microphone and the lighting is changing and stuff. Um, but I, yeah, I saw that and I was surprised. Have you ever seen him do a full concert? Um, like a, a regular, uh, an actual full, concert full, show like that? Not a full concert, but I've been I've been uh, at shows. Usually, the first show uh, of the tour or first show after a really long break, where he has facial hair, and then uh, during the costume changes, he will go out off the stage and shave it. And so by the really? end of the show, he's totally cleanly shaven. Yes, I've seen that before. Yeah, I've been at I've, those shows, I've but I've too. never seen a full concert, which I don't. Unless That's hilarious. Changed on this tour. I, there's no there's no costume changes or opportunities for Weird Al to leave the stage and shave. So it sounds like he probably had the goatee the entire although, concert. <laughs> although it would be funny if he, um, uh, like during the onstage uh, like fake out encore, if he just like pulled up a mirror and shaving cream and shaved. But spoiler, that did not happen. That would have been hysterical. <laughs> that would have been, been hysterical. But no, but yeah, that's interesting. That's a very interesting choice because, like I said, I've only been to, to shows where he starts out with facial hair and then by the end of it, it's it's gone. I'd never heard that he had done something like that before. My mind is pretty oh, blown. Yeah, he's done it a couple of times. Yeah. That's so cool. So I noticed something too. I don't know if you guys noticed this. And you guys have, here, Especially speak into the mic, Jake, so we can uh, so we don't miss away. this. I noticed something else, and I don't know. I could be wrong. Jeremy would probably be the one to answer this, but he was wearing jeans. He was Al wearing was wearing jeans? jeans. I noticed the Levi's patch on the back. The leather. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that too. That's true. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't ever seeing him wear no, jeans. I don't remember that before either. It's always like black kind like of a dress blue, pants. Black kinda. jeans or blue jeans? Blue, like, black ones. Were they black or? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Black. Black jeans. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember ever seeing Weird Al wearing jeans either. So it's usually just like a black, just like black yeah, pants, black like pants black right? Chinos, like black. Yeah, yeah like a yeah, black, like a khaki yeah. or a yeah. dress pant yeah. or something. Yeah, but I saw dress. A, a, yeah, so like oh, a dress pants. Pretty or, sure yeah. we saw the 
Nancy and I yeah. saw the the leather. Pads I thought about on the that, back. but I forgot about it. Well, Jake, why were you looking at Weird Al's butt? <laughs> why wouldn't you? That's true. I, I was going to say a better question is why were the rest of you not looking? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. I, I looked very quickly and then I looked away just to confirm. In shame. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I missed it. I guess I'll have to. Uh, uh, look at the Al's Buns calendar to uh, to make up for it. <laughs> um, so the first song when Al sat down and had his goatee was "Lame Claim to Fame." Woohoo! Now, um, nothing really uh, notable during the song that we knew about or maybe jeremy you said you may have noticed it but as soon as lame claim to fame ended al sort of like uh uh would you say paused the show and he said i've done this once before uh but i just lost my wedding ring so uh when when al was you know waving his hands around he lost his wedding ring and so uh they they kind of turned on the lights on the stage and like people came out and were like looking and uh he said, uh, if, if my ring is in the front row, I'm going to want it back. <laughs> we thought maybe that was directed <laughs> at us, yeah. maybe me. I thought he had it. <laughs> yeah. I was pretty sure Ethan had it. So uh, after, I don't know, 30 seconds, they, they were able to locate it on stage. Um, the, the new uh, monitor guy so found it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah the, uh, the side uh, monitor guy found it. Yeah, but that was uh, that I, ring was really interesting because uh, as soon as Lane Claim to Fame starts, Al just has like the most shocked look on his face, like, "Oh my, I still have my wedding ring on." So he grabbed it and he got it in his other hand and he held it in his other hand for like the first two verses of the song, and then he gets to the part where he's just like going crazy because that's what Al does, and then that's whenever it went flying somewhere. I'm like, because I saw his hands, I'm like. Well, he doesn't have it in his hand anymore. Either he oh, laid wow. it down where I didn't see, or it got lost. And threw it somewhere. Wow. It ended That's up crazy. With getting lost, but it got found. So. I'm so glad they found it. I, I, I actually, I don't know if you yeah. could see from your seat, but at the Paso Robles show um, in September, Jeremy, I saw him start the first song and then just kind of slyly pull out, yeah. reach over, pull his yeah. wedding ring off, <laughs> and stuff it in his pocket while he was singing. Yep. Um, yeah. So I guess it was similar tonight, except it did not go in the pocket. Yeah. What was uh, I don't need. Do you remember what the first song was at Paso Robles? I don't. It might. I don't. I don't think it was one that was as crazy as Lane Claim to Fame, where you know starts <laughs> <laughs> with all the hand motions and. I do know that at at uh, previous. All right. Do know at the last tour there was I don't know what show it was, but he did lose his ring uh, at, at a previous show and. At, think they didn't find it until uh, Hawkeye the stake manager state manager uh, was rolling up or unrolling the carpet that that's up on stage either later that night or the next day uh, they found it rolled up in the carpet but uh, I think ever since then he uh, tries to remember to take it off before he goes out on stage so he must have, you know, <laughs> first show back after, since Carnegie Hall, you know, he must have uh, not realized he still had his wedding ring on. Very interesting. Wow. Glad they found it. We need to uh, start a Kickstarter and get Al a, a 
a ring fitting or like ring, I, I don't wear any rings. I don't know how it works, but do rings slide off that easily? Not if you crazy glue them. <laughs> <laughs> so after the wedding ring debacle, um, Al started talking about, he said, my last tour, um, we did a, you know, uh, six months or whatever. And, uh, we ended in Carnegie hall and, um, when my agent pitched me Carnegie Hall, I said, I will only do Carnegie Hall as long as the next city I play is Kalamazoo, Michigan. And he said, dreams do come true. <laughs> <laughs> um, he started talking about uh, how people show up and they, they don't know what to expect from the show. He says, if the, the title of the tour wasn't a clue for him, for them... Uh, and he said, tonight we're going to be playing deeply unpopular songs like this one. And then the song, uh, well, the next thing we heard was a wonderful power G chord uh, on repeat. Um, mm. But what's interesting is since Al didn't set it up the way he does with, um, you know, Jim's going to play the power G chord for 45 minutes. Uh, there was no, like, clapping along the way that it usually there's clapping along when Al does call it out. So it was just Jim playing the power G chord, uh, which of course then uh, evolved into my own eyes. Nice. As we would expect from the power G. And uh, the, the, the main notable thing was about halfway through my own eyes, there was just a really, really loud feedback screech. Uh, I'm not sure what happened. Ooh. Um, I'm sure you guys heard that, right? Yeah, it <laughs> wasn't <hurt>. just me. <laughs> it hurt. Yeah, that was uh, it was it was crazy. Um, I'm not sure what what would cause something like that, Jake. Do you have any idea? Uh, is that just like a, a channel being turned up or something? something? Yeah. Well, I, I will say that we were about we were about ten rows back, I think ten center, but about ten rows. You, back. you were sitting with Nancy. Yeah, and. We both thought the sound in the place was horrible. Like it was very screechy, uh, loud, trebly. Mm. And so I don't know if that had something to do with it. I don't know if it's the venue mm. or what it was, but it, mm. it, it was not great. So it could have had something to yeah. do with that. Well, maybe they uh, should have built it a little more recently than 1927. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. After my own eyes, well, quickly okay. one thing about my own eyes. Last time I was on the podcast in Chicago, I made a Jeremy suggestion about that everybody should do the my own eyes bounce since we don't want the fat bounce anymore. But I still haven't been seeing anybody do it, <laughs> so I'll make another Jeremy <laughs> suggestion about the same thing. Whenever that chord hits, do that my own eyes bounce. Well, Jeremy, just because you suggest something doesn't mean we're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're very happy for you to do it. Are you doing okay. it? I, I do it every show, oh, okay. right. Jake. Keep your eyes. Uh, All right. All right. I was watching Al, Al not you. You don't, want, you don't want to watch me. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of pants was Jeremy wearing, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he had it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, so after my own eyes, Al, um, I think with the whole wedding ring thing, was thrown off a little bit. Uh, he's like, oh, I, I didn't even mention emo. Emo, you know, give it up for emo again. And uh, he said, 
something to the degree of Emo is worried about uh, going to Europe because years ago he was arrested for um, ph- philately. <laughs> Am I right? For That's what? what he said, guys. Correct. We it, he so we had no idea exactly what he said, but we were able to figure it out. Um, is it pronounced philately? Yeah, he 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 said philately, and then he told what it was. Yeah, philately. He said. Uh, uh, something to do with uh, philately. 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 I had to look it up. Philately. Philately. Um, it has to do with postage stamps, and he said it was a bogus charge. But uh, so I guess that's why emos. So I don't know why Al. <laughs> why Al said philately? Wow, I... uh, it went over my head, <laughs> but I'm glad he explained it. Um, well, emo had already yeah. said philately in his set. Did he earlier in the night? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think that was the word of the night. I think they were just trying to see how many times they could use the word philately <laughs> in the show. Oh, wow. I, I, I don't remember Emo saying it, so we'll have yeah. to, uh, Dave, stay tuned and see if there are any other philatelies that show up. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> never have heard that word before. <laughs> well, maybe That's you'll hear it a few more times. Um, so Al said... Uh, he uh, this next song he wrote for Rage Against the Machine, but they didn't want it, uh, so he played "I'll Sue Ya." Ooh. And uh, any questions on this one, Dave? <laughs> well, y- yes. I mean, I- I- I'm assuming now that Al's had some time off uh, to reconsider it that he removed that awful, terrible. Uh, line about uh, just the awful things he says about New Jersey. So I'm sure it was a much better, better song than it's that it's uh, been in the past. Well, I, I can report from my seat. I saw uh, as soon as he said that, both Allison and Jeremy give thumbs up and start cheering when he said that awful, what? awful phrase. And being in Michigan, I was offended because my northeast brethler brethren was being offended so i vocally and gesturally booed with a thumbs down well thank you very much ethan yes I and shame on you up just to cancel Jeremy. out your thumbs down so it's like <laughs> neutral now i was holding my notepad so i only had one thumb up uh compared to <laughs> allison and jeremy both had two thumbs up so uh it was a net Three thumbs up. <laughs> I, I have no excuse. I was just cheering. <laughs> Jake, did you uh, participate? Uh, no, I declined. Huh? I All have right. respect to Dave. So. <laughs> well, a, uh, a, no, a no vote does not change the net number of thumbs, unfortunately. Sorry. <laughs> yes, you should be. You should be booing. Keep that in mind. <laughs> So after Alsuya, um, he said he picked up his accordion and said, "You guys want to hear a polka?" And the audience went nuts. <laughs> and he said, "He said, okay, I'll make note of that because uh, there's no polkas this this tour, but next year for sure." <laughs> so I don't know ooh, if Al ooh, is announcing so. that a there's a tour next year and b it's going to feature a polka. So um, very at least a polka. very interesting. I don't know if that was a slip or Al. Was, I hope uh, so. I an hope all so. polka tour, an all polka oh, tour. I love be, it. That'd be really. That'd cool. be great. Yeah. Do the Hamilton polka and 
do the YouTube polka. That'd be cool. Uh, Korea polka. I'd like to see that. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. So Al said uh, this next song is the Zydeco song. And uh, he, he, he gave the, you know, he said some people think that anything with an accordion is a polka. And he gave the history. And, of course, uh, the history um, concludes with how to tell if a song is a Zydeco song. And that's uh, 95% uh, of them are about the Pearl Jam lead singer, Eddie Vedder. And he said the next song is yep. certainly no exception. And they played My Baby's in Love with Eddie Vedder. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And I did notice that Miles the dog was uh, sleeping, uh, or at least re- laying down resting at this point. Um, and I assume if you guys have anything to add, you will just add it, because uh, I'll keep going forward. Uh, after after the song, Al said, some songs in his catalog have aged uh, poorly, and he's not proud of it. Uh, you know, it's really embarrassing, but he's going to play it anyway. And uh, he, he said to keep in mind, he wrote this in a different period of time. Uh, where people would be impressed by a 2,000-inch TV. Ah, shout out to the podcast, maybe, with that 2,000-inch in there. <clears throat> yeah, he my, must have got that from us. That was us. a tour first for me for that one. Oh, really? You yep. didn't uh, get a Frank's oh, the wow. other shows? No, I got I got two tour firsts this time. Amazing. Um, well, during Frank's 2,000-inch TV, Dave, I don't know if this has been one before, but I actually had... And Ethan's Suggestion. It's Ethan's Suggestions. So, at, in the song, Frank's 2000-inch TV, uh, the line is sung, and the neighbors are just green. There should be green lights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you co-sign? I'll co-sign that. Jake? Yeah. I'll co-sign yeah, that. I'm in. So, Jeremy? Good. Allison? Yep. All right. Well, you heard it here. It's unanimous. Uh, it's unanimous. We need to add the green lights. Uh, so hopefully um, Peaches hears this uh, before tomorrow night's show. <laughs> I'll, I'll message him on Facebook. Um, so after uh, <laughs> after that, uh, Frank does inch TV, um, Al started talking about how he keeps up on his news and uh, he said that his number one news source is the Kalamazoo Gazette. David Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast? Uh, I oh. I think that secretly that is his number one news source for Weird Al news. But um, actually, it probably is. Where else is Al hearing about Weird Al news? <laughs> um, <laughs> but, he uh, certainly wouldn't have any insider information about any of that stuff. That's, that's true. Um, so he said the Kalamazoo Gazette, and it's hard to get in Los Angeles. So his second choice is actually America's <laughs> number one source, and that is the Weekly Midnight Star. And I have to sneeze. Oh, I almost just – I had to sneeze, and then I said I have to sneeze, and then I stopped having to sneeze. I thought uh, you were getting really emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was... Ethan oh, there it is. So that was my, that was my other tour first. You didn't have a Midnight Star? Oh. So I had just told Nancy that was my the other one was my was a tour first and I hope I hear my other one and then he started talking and she elbowed me and said here it is nice back to back (laughs) well I I was just incredible uh, enjoying and smiling this whole song and my favorite part the standout 
during this was uh, uh, you can use ESP to learn to play guitar. Jim's ESP solo was just killer tonight. It was uh, it was so good and it was so fun to hear and it just left me smiling. So I really enjoyed Midnight Aww. Star. How did you feel about it, Jake? Hearing it on the tour for the first time. Good, great. It's one of my favorites. It's, I it's, think it's yeah. top three for me. So yeah, it was it was. I hadn't heard it since the first Vanity tour, and it was huge when I heard it on the first Vanity tour because I had never heard it live. So, right. And yeah. Was, and in 3D is my my favorite album. So very cool to hear. Uh, well, so Al said, uh, that, you know, of course, this is their first show back. And uh, he said he was feeling uh, some weird energy uh, from the audience. And uh, he said, normally we save this for, for the end of the show, but let's just get it over with the drum solo. And uh, it was Ooh, drum solo. It was the, uh, the stupid drum solo, the one hit. And then Al said, John Bermuda Schwartz, what a guy. Oh, what a guy. Put that in the spreadsheet. What a guy. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you guys noticed this, and uh, it was it's really hard to see Bermuda, uh, but when he stood up after the uh, the solo concluded, it looked like he was wearing new glasses. Does anybody, uh, can anybody back me up on that? Yeah, did they look like clear frames to you? They, they were. Look like, they looked like silver frames. Okay, they look clear from where I was at, but that makes sense. Um, I know we don't normally report on Bermuda's uh, eyewear, <laughs> Dave, but uh, I, I wrote it down, well, so I'm going to say it. <laughs> somebody start, start a new category in the spreadsheet, tracking <laughs> Bermuda's eyewear. Uh, speaking of writing... 2023 down, first. Uh, one of the things Ethan asked me to note on our drive here uh, was that we were behind a truck that had uh, John Bermuda Schwartz initials. Oh, that's right. On it. Yeah, uh, it just said JBS. And I was like, John Bermuda Schwartz. <laughs> oh, and Dave, really? you're gonna, wow. Dave, you're going to love this. So um, when I went, I, I uh, so this leg right now was just Jeremy and I, uh, but then uh, starting tomorrow, Allison's going to join the party. Uh, as we go to the shows, and then at some point Aaron Henry's going to join. So because there's so many of okay. us, and you know we got luggage and stuff, um, I rented a minivan, um, which I believe Ooh. we have deemed Vandatory Fun uh, as our, uh, our, our cutesy <laughs> That's nickname. That's incredible. Love it. Um, and um, so when I uh, I got the car, they let me pick it out. Like anything in this aisle, you know, any of these minivans. And uh, so the one I picked is this black minivan with Canadian license plates. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, of my. Of course, right? Perfect. Perfect <laughs> for the we, podcast, man. We had to get because it was only one authorized by the CBC. Yes, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation uh, uh, <laughs> authorized this vehicle. And it's actually – so luckily it's got a digital display, so it'll tell me the uh, – you know, how fast I'm going. But the actual physical dial with the uh, the arm that moves is in kilometers per hour. So it's like I was driving <laughs> oh on the highway gosh. and I glanced down and it said I was doing 110. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and, and then I realized that it was strictly <laughs> only kilometers. And uh, that was actually like something like 70. You know? So um, right. very confusing. But I have a Canadian minivan. Vandatory fun, of course, is Canadian. <laughs> Um, yes, that's incredible. (laughs) 
So, um, back to the show after uh, the drum solo. Um, with no other introduction, they went right into Dog Eat Dog. Mm. Um, and it, at the point where okay. he said, um, just one more jelly donut, he, uh, he seemed to very clearly be pointing at um, the three of us, or me, or Allison, or Jeremy. Somewhere in between the three of us, uh, one of us, or the, all of us, uh, very clearly pointed at us. Um, oh. And I have a um, another Ethan suggestion. Oh, second Ethan suggestion. It's Ethan suggestions. Dave, you talked over my theme a little bit, uh, so I'm going to play it again. Oh. It's Ethan <laughs> suggestions. My first suggestion is, Dave, don't talk over my theme. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, so during Dog Eat Dog, um, you know, the lyrics are a little bit outdated. This is an old song. This, you know, this has been out for a while. Um, he says, you know, uh, I'm going to get on David Letterman. David Letterman's retired. So Ethan's suggestion is, I'm going to get on Dave and Ethan. It's the same number of syllables as David Letterman. Dave and Ethan. Uh, so I think Al should change it to Dave and Ethan for the live concert. <laughs> Do you co-sign Dave? Well, he will. He, he promised us that for episode 2000 inch, he would come on as a guest. So I think that's a, that's a, already a, a foreseen uh, prediction on his part. <laughs> so do you co-sign? I, I, sure, I guess. I <laughs> All <know>. right, Jake. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Yeah, Jeremy. Yep. Yeah, I'll listen. And Allison. Yeah. All right, unanimous. Al, you need to change the lyric from David Letterman to Dave and Ethan. <laughs> um. When the song ended, when Dog Eat Dog ended, Al looked over uh, to stage left, and uh, he pointed to his mic, and he pointed up. So he needed uh, the mic up in his monitors. Um, I believe that's what that means. Um, and so then he said, <laughs> he said, that brings us to the audience partition, audience participation part of the show. So everybody get your vibra slaps out. And uh, he said, I think he said this next song is going to be vibra slapper slapperific. Is that what he said? Vibra slapperific? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and that kind of cracked him up and he started laughing. <laughs> and uh, he said, I'm going to, so now we're going to play a little number, which will start right now and sound like this. <laughs> and uh, he started playing. If you haven't guessed already, Dave, and if you uh, listened to when I said uh, that we saw the vibra slap on his table, he played <laughs> Close But No Cigar. And, uh, yeah, Close But No Cigar. So it was, uh, it was um, of course, you know, the my tradition is I always count the number of vibra slaps. Yeah. Yet, somehow it's a different number, seemingly, every time, <laughs> the number of vibra slaps. Um so I was counting, and Allison was counting. Jeremy, were you counting? Yes, I was. And Jake, were you counting the vibra slaps? No. I Jake not. was not counting. But at least we have three people to verify. I counted 18 okay. vibra slaps. Okay. I feel like it, 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 it's somewhere between 
15 to 20 usually and i don't know where <laughs> the extra ones are or are not um but 18 and you guys agreed 18 18 yep. <laughs> so dave you can rest assured we uh <laughs> we were able yeah, to all bases covered it was 18 there i know it was uh, also 18 uh way back in 2022 at carnegie hall so uh mm. a pattern emerging Maybe he's settled on a number. I saw one where he did 21. He was vibra slap happy. Wow. Well, so at this point, Steve gets up and he uh, he's, a headset is put on him. So we know what that means. We know that means Craigslist is a common. And, oh, uh, incredible. So um, Al said uh, that they're going to play a cover song and uh, – one of it's our one of our f- favorite cover songs uh by the the doors and then like only three people clapped he said yeah that's a normal reaction when we say that <laughs> um he said this is their most obscure song it was only heard he, al had only heard it on a tape that bermuda gave him uh from a performance of the doors at pandora's box in los angeles in 1967 and uh, huh. he said, uh, of course, uh, you know, at the time, you know, they didn't want to commercially release this. But now that half a century has gone by, uh, they're going to play the song written by Jim Morrison, Craigslist. <laughs> so Al first heard this when he was eight years old. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. That checks out. Huh? So it was uh, a pretty stinking majestic Craigslist, Dave. Um, there were the... Uh, of course, the CKC lights, the Craigslist Kaleidoscope Circle lights, um, in full effect, <laughs> and uh, beautiful um, rainbow, um, you know, yeah. lights and everything, and um, the coffee shop. Did you get it, Jeremy? Uh, yeah, it was Water Street Coffee Shop. Water Street Coffee Shop. Water Street Coffee Shop. Okay. And. Uh, so then when Al got into the phone call with his mother, he said, I want to practice. How do you say this word, Allison? Oh, no. I, hold on. <laughs> let me look it up again. <laughs> that stamp. Philately. Philately. Here, wanna, let's, let's see if I'm actually doing it right. She's going to play it hold on. on her try, phone. Let me try it again. Philately. Yep. Philately. I'm going to practice philately with Philately. Uh, he said, then I want a tie a family of rabid hedgehogs together and wear them around my neck. <laughs> he said um, he wants to raise uh, snakes from the bowel of hell to tickle my uvula. <laughs> and then he said, I'm going to drive through the desert in the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. <laughs> he said the uh, the old American Indian was at the combination. What was it? Pizza Hut, Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. Pizza Hut, Taco Bell. <laughs> and he said <laughs> that he was uh, using an old tongue scraper that he found on the side of the road, <laughs> and uh, he talked. Wow. Al was saying how. Uh, how disgusting it was. Uh, they watch. say he's scraping really vigorously. He's scraping really <laughs> vigorously. <laughs> and he was like, look at him go. <laughs> the thing, it tasted like, um, he said, it tastes like Quisp cereal. <laughs> Which, um, Al, oh, wow. Al, Quisp cereal. Al recently a did a, uh, a podcast appearance 
I know we talked about it on the most recent uh, inch that came out earlier this week. Um, I think it's it's the one with uh, that has weird in the title. I'm blanking on it, but I believe they talked about Quisp cereal in that uh, podcast episode. So I think that's maybe what Al was referencing. And um, I noticed that he did not do the sounds after it tastes like Quisp cereal. <laughs> you know, like the throw up. Oh yeah, he didn't barf. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so I he likes know if, like it. if he approves of Quisp cereal. Or... Um, of course, uh, Baby Shark was the song on the old Texas radio, um, and um, he was a bad little boy because he um, he was the one who put the empty carton of milk back in the refrigerator. And uh, <laughs> I love it. Now i I don't want to necessarily um, take credit for this, but uh, I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> I did send Al a message prior to the show, and I told him uh, to break a uvula. <laughs> because, of course, you know, the phrase break a leg. But, uh, you know, Al says uvula enough. I thought that would be funny. So Al did say um, the snakes would ri- rise up and tickle his uvula. So I don't know if, if that was a reference to me uh, or if that was just Al um, mentioning uvulas. <laughs> so uh, I, I will claim that as that was Al giving me a shout out, uh, and by and by proxy <laughs> you as well, Dave, uh, the Dave and Ethan's two thousand oh, okay. Weird Al podcast, um, and Associated uh, Acts got a, a shout out. One hundred percent, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely had nothing to do with the fact that Al has referenced Uvula many, many times in his uh, works, <laughs> work of art. Um, now this was great. So Al started talking about. Um, how he he uh, he loves to visit Kalamazoo. Uh, he said his wife is actually from Kalamazoo, and he said this is true. He says huh. her and uh, her parents, his in-laws, Sassy and Pops, um, they used to go uh, to this very theater, and he said, and as a family, they saw Snow White drops all over Breeze! <laughs> In the middle of his story, he called for a drum solo reprise, and uh, wow, Bermuda did uh, uh, just a few hits. And then he never continued the story. That was it. Yep, and then it just went right into when I was. Your oh age. wow! <laughs> it was great. Um, That's crazy. So when I was your age, was playing, and um, Allison, Jeremy, and I agreed. That it seemed like it was a, a bit fa- of a, a faster tempo than normal um, when I was huh, your age. Interesting. Um, so that was it. Wasn't so much that it was like this is a completely different song, but it was enough that we were like, "Oh, this sounds like it's faster." And honestly, if they didn't agree uh, with that observation, I would have been like, "Okay, I just I don't know what I'm talking about." I never would have even noticed. Like you pointed it out, and I had to like listen for a minute, and then I was like, "Oh yeah." Slightly faster, Just a but, little bit. But it's like when you hear these songs so frequently, yeah. like that right. little tiny change is like, I guess, more noticeable. Um, Are you going to mention the meeting with Steve later? <laughs> yeah, we can jump a we can jump ahead a little bit um, after the show. We did get to uh, talk to both Bermuda uh, and Steve, um, and I asked both of them about it. Um, you know, was was that song played faster on purpose? Um, like, was this a new way? And they're like, 
they, they, it wasn't intentional. If it was faster, I guess is what they were saying. So, oh. <laughs> um, so it's not a new version of the song. I think maybe it's just you know first show back. Uh, Shaking off the rust. Well, Steve did say huh, you all should have heard Soundcheck today because <laughs> it was even faster in Soundcheck. Um, so I think oh, wow. still <laughs> kind of you know knocking some of the cobwebs off of the songs <laughs> to get them back to the way they they want they want them. Yeah, I don't know if if Al said this or or where uh, maybe Al said it from the stage at some point. Spoiler alert! Um, but he did say was it him or maybe it was Bermuda said that they didn't get together in Los Angeles together at all uh, on the break, that today was their first day back together um, playing again. Oh, wow. Crazy. Um, oh, I mean, they're professionals. Well, and they had six months of practice. <laughs> six consecutive <laughs> months of practice. That's what I'm saying. It's, just like, it's, not like the, it's not like these are new songs that they have to learn for the first time. These are songs that have been Weird Al's catalog forever. And uh, they've played all of these songs before. Yes. Um, so Al then went on to say, um, you know, a lot of his albums are in the cars for uh, long family road trips. And uh, he sort of found himself under this family-friendly umbrella. But he's confused about that, uh, especially as he's uh, paid attention to the songs this past tour. Uh, a lot of them are dark uh um, what is it, dark? What, what is that word? Dis- disturbing. disturbing. Dark, disturbing, and horribly violent, like this one. <laughs> and uh, he then played uh, I Remember Larry. Ah. So then after uh, I Remember Larry, this was incredible. And uh, I know that Jake had chosen <laughs> this... Uh, incredible moment of the show to go to the bathroom and missed it. So uh, I would have been back in time. Oh no! I, I ran into JW in the lobby, and then we were talking. And then <laughs> so I had it's to JW's leave him. fault. Yeah, it's JW's fault. Uh, but uh, Jeremy Allison and I, um, after I remember Larry, there wasn't really. I don't think he talked at all. It just no. um, they started playing. It sounded like uh, rain. Um, so like yeah. a kind of uh, a sound of rain. Just rain falling outside, and then um, slowly we started to get like some howls. We started to get fog, and um, we had uh, Al with the um, the pipe organ on his uh, accordion, and they played this extended, brand new intro Very for Nature Trail to Hell. It was at least what, oh, a, a wow. minute long. It was, about, it was a couple minutes. Yeah. yeah, it was this really. It sort of like had elements of like uh, what you'd expect from a, a creepy movie, like a, a horror movie. Just this like really creepy, like kind of churchy, but uh, you know, scary uh, pipe or- organ music. All the guys were playing. They obviously like had huh. had written this thing, and it was really just incredible. Like, um, wow, that's it was spectacular. I, I can't even. I, I can't even do it justice. It, it uh, was easily one of the most amazing things I've seen from Al in the last several years. My mouth was like open I can the I can time. say that much. It was just <laughs> just soaking that all in. It was just so amazing. It Are you guys just serious. saying this because I missed it? No, or we're not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're saying good. it because Dave missed it. We know he likes the song so much. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 as upset as you are, Jake. Yeah, I, I wish I, I was there for. I it. left JW in mid sentence. I was like, I gotta hear this one. Bye. <laughs> um, so I wish you could have heard it, Dave. It was it was 
this intro was fantastic. It just it really set the mood. It was just uh, the yeah. uh, you know the the uh, mu- musicianship of getting to hear Al play this new thing on accordion with the the uh, the pipe organ and the guys playing along. It was just it was really great. Um, so that was a, a huge stand. Sounds incredible. Um, and then. Hopefully he will do that at one of the Hawaii shows. Yes, I hope. Yeah, I really want you to to see that. Um, a couple other things happened during the song. Um, at some point, um, the uh, monitor tech, uh, who we don't know yet, he's new, so we don't know his name, uh, came out and was fixing something uh, with Steve's monitors um, for mm. I don't know thirty forty five seconds, uh, and then left. And then um, it looked I, like he was actually like kind of bugging Steve. Really, I don't know if Steve really wanted him there because he was just kind of was like motioning him <laughs> to like go away. <laughs> it was obviously something that the guy thought needed to be fixed. Yeah. Well, um, so then it got to the part where you know Al has the ratchet, and I know we've seen Dave uh, some shows where it's like a pre-recorded scream. But usually it's a Bermuda scream, and I think Carnegie Hall, the last right. one we saw, Nature Trail, was a uh, Bermuda scream, and it was a Bermuda scream tonight. So it was him live Yay, screaming. Bermuda scream. And, uh, of course, when Al's doing the ratchet, his face and his wide eyes are hilarious, and, you know, at the end <laughs> of the that little segment, Al does, like, the maniacal laughter, which is just so He's, great. like, gritting his teeth and <laughs> cranking that thing. Incredible. So then at the end of, of Nature Trail to Hell, um, uh, something fell apart. The music, something kind of happened, and it just, it, it was like a domino effect. I don't even know how to describe it. You Ru- guys... Ruben was late on one of his parts on the keyboard. Yeah, so it was just kind of like, it was a little disjointed or whatever, and so uh, uh, at, w- as soon as the song like officially ended, Al said, oh, "It's been a few months since we played that, Ruben." <laughs> <laughs> well, once the once the song ended, Ruben actually played the parts that he was late on, like after the song had finished, uh, which was really weird. <laughs> he was just like, "I'm going to get it in here so I can play it." But... Well, so when Al said, um, "You know, it's been a few months since we played that, Ruben," it was kind of hard to hear what he said. So we were trying to figure out what he had just said, and unfortunately, I missed Ruben playing uh, that thing, Jeremy, and then we missed kind of the next thing that Al said, unfortunately, Um, but um, after the song, Steve got up to exit the stage, and uh, um, Al said, Steve hates this next song, uh, so he's headed backstage. (laughs) Uh, It wasn't eBay, it was some other reason um, all we really heard is like Steve just needs a, a few minutes or, or something. Uh, so not entirely sure uh-huh. um, what Steve had to do that was so important uh, outside of he just hates <laughs> the next song. So he got up and left. Hey, maybe he just hates the next song. Yeah. <laughs> so then Al said, are you guys ready to rock? And everyone, you know, cheered. He said, well, it's a bad timing because we just lost our rhythm section. Uh, so he asked uh, Jim about, uh, hey, should we do a power ballad? Jim said yes. And he said, all right. We're going to ballad it up here. And they went into <laughs> You Don't Love Me Anymore. Anymore. <laughs> and uh, this Now, was, was uh, Bermuda on stage or, as well? Or did he, he left. Leave I believe he left, right? Yeah, he left. Okay. Left. Yep. 
Um, now this was this is uh, pretty great, Dave. So um, we've seen Al this this uh, on the unfortunate return. Um, we've seen him uh, pick up different instruments as and do the kind of yeah. gag that he does when he has the guitar on stage. And yep. so during "You Don't Love Me Anymore," in the first break, he picked up a vibra slap as if he was gonna hit it, and then, of course it was a fake out, so he put it back down. Uh, and then the second time, and I don't think I've ever seen him pick this prop up. He picked up the megaphone, <laughs> the Skipper Dan oh. megaphone, and he held it up right to his mouth and like opened his mouth as if he was gonna speak into it, and then quickly put it down. <laughs> I'd love to know what he would have said. That's a good one. I know. And then um, uh, as the song was ending, You Don't Love Me Anymore, there was a lot of echoes. I don't know if I've really noticed uh, how echoey. I don't know if that's some, that was a mistake or if they that normally do that. It sounded new to me. It sounded new. Okay. Um, but then Al decided to do a final um, gag, and he picked up the ratchet from Nature Trail to Hell. And then as uh-huh. soon as he kind of held it there with his hand – and as soon as the, the, the last note ended, Al did the ratchet. He did a full rotation oh, of the ratchet. Wow. <laughs> um, is that your car beeping, really? Okay. Um, and then um, Steve came back. Welcome back. Thanks, Al. Uh, and, they said, and then Al said, um, you know, people people think that, uh, or a lot of times in interviews, people ask if all of my music is ostensibly funny and or ironic. And he says, they ask that exact phrase. <laughs> and he said, um, you know, obviously not all the songs are like that. Um, and then he said he was going to play a sweet little song about the joys of uh, childhood, and, you know, nostalgic, the whole, that whole kind of intro. Um, and then he uh-huh. played Good Old Days. Good old days. And um, Dave, you are going to be so excited to hear that during good old days, we got to see the fingernail clipping lights, or a.k.a. the toenail clipping uh, yes! lights. Yes! So they finally showed up. Yes! At this point in the show, we got to see those lights. And uh, this was another song that that uh, we thought was a little bit faster than normal. Um, oh, interesting. Just huh. a little bit. Not, you know, it's not, they weren't rushing through it, but uh, it just seemed to, to be going a little bit faster. Well, I'm glad to see that the uh, fingernail lighting, aka the toenail lighting, has made it to the 2023 tour. Yes, it, it survived the, the uh, three month break. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, so Al said, oh, I'm still clocking, you know, uh, some weird energy from the crowd. And he said, I think I know what it is. You guys are thinking, Al, there's 326 days until Christmas. When are you going to play some Christmas music? <laughs> and, uh, he, you know, of course, which which uh, which of my many two songs will I play? And it was, and I knew, knew the answer because I'd seen the set list, The Night Santa Went Crazy. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, there's something I've been noticing about the Christmas songs, and no one else has talked about it, and I think I might be crazy. I don't know, but when these Christmas songs start up, I swear it gets a little cold. Like, I don't know if they turn on a fan or some AC, or if it's in my head. Like, my brain is thinking, like, oh, Christmas it's cold, and then I get colder. I don't know. Nobody else has talked about this, so I'm not sure if I'm insane or not. Well, no. Allison mentioned that to me, uh, Janae, and I'm like, 
Yeah, it really did feel like that. So, yeah, I swear they turn on an air conditioner. Maybe that there's some up kind of a fan going on or something. <laughs> I think it's a little colder when those Christmas songs So they're both on. crazy. They're crazy. Yeah. They're absolutely crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking I was right next to you guys. I did not feel anything. <laughs> Maybe because I knew that it was coming, I, it, it wasn't as cold. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it must be. I had acclimated. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, so then Al started talking about uh, the movie. And, of course, every time that we've seen Al talk about the movie on stage at a Vanity Tour show, it's been pre the official release. So now that the movie's out, um, yes. Al said, I don't know if you guys heard this, but I had a movie come out last year. Um, and he said, it's very ironic because uh, in our movie, it's a movie that makes fun of movies that wins awards – and it's winning awards, so that was that was really cool. Uh, and he, you know, then he went into his uh, his uh, spiel about it, but it's a little bit redundant because I already have a song about my life story. He oh, said, "Do you want to hear it?" And the whole audience went nuts. And he said, "I don't know, you know, maybe we'll do something else." And uh, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not sure if you guys really want to hear it. So then he d- he decided to play it. And he said, it's a song I like to call Albuquerque. <laughs> Love it. Um, Albuquerque. Maybe from sitting next. I like that. Uh, I Go like ahead. that. I just got to say, I like going uh, the night Santa went crazy right into Albuquerque. That's that's a great. Uh, <laughs> it was. Like two songs back to back like that. Yeah. Two, two, al- two consecutive album last songs in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and good old days was before that as well. So and, oh wow, uh, you don't love me any before that. Oh my gosh, and Nature Trail to Hell before that. Holy crap, that has to be intentional. Wow, five in a row. That is crazy. I wonder if Al noticed that. Um, I wonder well, if anyone else in the world would probably would have noticed that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't notice. I don't until even remember you... what albums or songs are on. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so um, Albuquerque, uh, uh, lots to report on Albuquerque. So um, as you know, Dave, probably from sitting next to me, when uh, Alistair's talking about his mother leaning right down next to me, um, I always lean forward in my chair and I always look at Al and uh, Al made eye contact with me for it as we're both leaning forward at the edge of our seat. Um, Then when Al gets to the airplane, and tray table up, and my seat back in the full upright position. Um, I I feel like in one of the bonus episodes, Dave, I was confused about if he does it for tray table up or seat back in the full upright position when he does the hand thing. You know what I'm talking about? Do you remember that? He does it for tray table. I believe he does it for tray table up. He does, but I, I there was one episode where I was confused. Um, well, so... <laughs> the first time he says it in the song tray table up he does not do any hand movement the second time he does and then he says it the third time and he does the hand movement so um so he does the hand movement and then the uh the last time he does the hand movement he like very obviously um like kind of leans out of his seat and uh, makes eye contact with me and did the uh, the hand movement. So I have to imagine <laughs> Al heard that episode recently and 
was showing me which when to do it. He was teaching uh, <laughs> how to do the trade table up thing. Um, I don't know. I think he was looking at yeah, all. Yeah, I mean, you've only been. All yeah. three of us did it. Yeah, we uh, leaning down, tree table up. We were all doing it. I think he was just looking at all of us. <laughs> like, who are these weirdos in the front? <laughs> so many possibilities, but it was definitely aimed towards us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've you've been to fifty uh, vanity tour shows, and Jeremy's probably eclipsed that number. Yeah, so, I think uh, I figured know, out. I think he... the two of you would. have. Yeah, Ethan asked me earlier how many I've been to. I think tonight was 90 for me on the Vanity Tour. Wow. Um, Yes, wow. So you'll end just short of 100, Jeremy. That's that's, uh, pretty crazy. Um, So uh, during the uh, um, Hermaphrodite, he did give an apology. and the apology was almost word for word what we would expect, Dave, except when he said, all I'm trying to say is that, you know, they had um, both sets of reproductive organs, a flock of seagulls haircut, and then Al said, and a singular nostril. <laughs> I, loved, I just loved the wording of a singular nostril. Um, when it came to the uh, donuts, there were 25, so no, no additional donuts added. Um, and we got uh, the, okay. the fun ones we got tonight were Dingleberry, Hollyberry, and Chuckberry. <laughs> so he did not take any Ethan suggestions tonight. Um, and of course, to remind people, Ethan's suggestions include uh, Frankenberry, Booberry, uh, and of course, making it 27 donuts instead of just 25. And Dave's suggestions include Smogberry donuts. I'm still waiting for that one. Yes. Um, so then at the end of the, the donut part, um, he's, he's, you know, do you have any bear claws? No, we're out of bear claws. And Al said, well, in that case, my friend, why don't you tell me what you do, in fact, have? And then the donut clerk responded, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, all I've got right now is this box of one dozen starving crazed weasels. And Al said, well, obviously, I'll take that. <laughs> so a little bit of wording uh, changing, which was pretty funny. Um, nice, so, nice. So then um, when when uh, he meets Zelda, instead of saying she was a calligraphy enthusiast, he said she was a how do philately. We, philately enthusiast. <laughs> wow. Um when it came to the uh, the pet names, he said Sweetie Pumpkin, Honey Muffin, Banana Biscuit. <laughs> Was Banana Biscuit new? I don't think I heard that I've one never before. Heard that never before. Heard it. <laughs> um, when it came time for the guitar solo, Al called out guitar solo and pointed at him. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it came to the guy on the street, uh, he hasn't had a bite in three days. And then Al goes right and starts laughing to himself. Um, and of course uh, again uh, he does restart the song and uh, he gets down right next to me so he said and uh, she leaned down right next to me and then he said kind of like this because he's like leaned down and kind of out of his chair Uh, but I haven't heard him say kind of like this before Um, it seemed like he actually stayed there for a little bit longer 
I think so, and and I think he was looking at me. I think yeah, I think he was looking at all of us again. We were just all like, I'm going to see how long we can lean like this. And who who will not lean first? <laughs> The whole um, rest of the show is just a staring contest between us and Weird Al. Pretty much. Leaning in our chairs at each other. <laughs> uh, but eventually the song did finish, as expected. And, um, uh-huh. of course, uh, Al and the guys got a standing ovation. Um, nice. And uh, then they did the encore fake out. And uh, Ruben and Steve just sat down and were chatting. Uh, Bermuda was cleaning his, um, you know, uh, plexiglass uh, Kimo was doing his guitar. Al did the normal thing where he, you know, wipes his face with the towel. Um, and after he was done wiping his face and Melissa was walking away with the towel, she tossed it at Ruben. <laughs> Threw it at him. <laughs> well, er- earlier in the uh, fake out, uh, once uh, Melissa gave the cup of water to Al, Ruben was motioning to Melissa that he wanted a cup of water. Too. <laughs> He's like, where's my cup of water at? So then, uh, Melissa, I think that's why she threw the towel at Ruben, because he's like, where's mine? And then so she's like, hey, take it. <laughs> and then after uh, getting hit with the towel, Al went over to Ruben and started, like, massaging his head. <laughs> <laughs> like, petting, rubbing his head. Um, right. So then Al said, uh, you know, he decided to come back and, and do an encore. Uh, he said, now we actually... Uh, are going to do a cover song. And he started telling us a story about how he used to play this song a lot when they had a wonky computer server. Um, and uh, he said... Uh, I think I know where this is going. You do or you don't? I do, I do. I figured you would. But, but go on. And he said, looking back, I'm not sure why we were using faulty technology, uh, but whenever it would crash, <laughs> we would play this next song. And he said, uh, but with this current tour, you know, we don't have that server or click track, so nothing can go wrong. Uh, so um, we have no reason to play this next song uh, by Elvis Costello, Radio Radio. Very cool. I love that song. Yeah, it was very fun to get to hear. So, have you never heard that before? I don't know. I think I heard it at some point on this tour. Yeah, I heard it once, like a long time ago. Like, I never got a faulty server show, um, so <laughs> I, I never, I never heard it when it, it you know, happened like that. But um, I have heard them cover it on this tour. Yeah, um, it's definitely one of my favorite covers that Al, that Al does. So. I was glad that Ethan uh, spared me from letting me know what the cover was earlier in the night so I could fully That's enjoy right. the faulty server story and know, yes. what, know what was coming. Uh, but yeah, Aldis does an amazing job with that song. It was great. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, that sounds fun, yeah. So after Radio Radio, Al said, well, thanks for coming to the show, guys. And then he was like, kind of getting, he's like, I got one more thing for you. And he's about to start. And then he looked over at Jim and Jim was still doing something. So he was like, we might need four and a half more seconds. Uh, no, we're good. Uh, and then they went right into <laughs> the unplugged medley, which ah, um, makes its return. Makes its return, uh, as we know and love it. Uh, of course, uh, has uh, new new arrangements and, and portions of Amish Paradise, Smells Like Nirvana, White and Nerdy, Word Crimes, Yoda, and Yoda Chant. And... Um, 
I thought it was great. You guys were saying something about the Yoda chant, I feel like. Yeah, Yoda chant was a little bit off at the end. Yeah, there was something weird with, like, uh, the sound maybe where we could only hear Al and we couldn't hear the other guys. Something like that, right? Oh. Well, I, I could hear, hmm. like, I could hear, well, because we were in the front row. Yeah. I could hear everybody. I'm not sure where about where Jake was, what he could hear. But it seemed like Steve was having trouble, like, hearing the other guys in the band yeah. also. Yeah, it was during, during like, he the, was, like, the looking around, part. And they were, they, yeah. they stayed on track, but they were, they were, just, you know, barely getting through it. I wouldn't say they were barely getting through it. I, I mean. Well, once they got through the part that was messed up, it was, like, yeah, they they went were, back to they, normal. they were fine. But they were, like, hanging on there for hiccup. a minute. <laughs> if, if you were seeing the show for the first time or you haven't seen the Yoda chant in years and you're seeing it, you wouldn't notice anything. I think the fact that we've seen the show so many times we're able to pick these up. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't like, you know, a train wreck. Uh, I think it was just, you know, uh, uh, these experts here able to uh, pick up on uh, little nuances well, like that. Well, it's too bad that he already had played Radio Radio previous to that because he could have stopped the Yoda chant and said, well, we, we, we always play this song when something goes wrong, so let's We're play, play Radio again. Radio. Yeah, they could have played it at the end of Nature Trail, too. <laughs> <laughs> they could have played it when uh, during Jeopardy when uh, the sound was messed up. <laughs> during Emo set. <laughs> Uh, so the show ended at 10.43, and, uh, of course, mm. to standing ovation. And, and during the standing ovation, um, just for a brief couple seconds, the fingernail lights came back on. <laughs> oh! <laughs> just for, like, five seconds, and then they were back off. Um, but it was a wonderful show, an excellent uh, first show back after a three-month break. Um, yeah. I really uh, I enjoyed the whole thing. You guys, I'm, I assume, enjoyed it as well. well. While Al was saying goodbye there on stage, you know, he soaks in the cheers, you know, waves to everybody. He looked down at all three of us again and just gave us, like, one of the meanest looks. <laughs> in, in <the> <laughs> I missed it, unfortunately. I saw it, yeah. <laughs> mean mug, yeah. It was great. Oh, man. Um, so the show ended, and uh, of course we had VIP. So um, we, uh, you know, we followed the. But before the... you get to the, the the VIP, do we want to do uh, Dave's pick of the night? Sure, sure. Um, okay. Well, Dave, you you let Frank know when when you want the song, and uh, yep. I'm sure he will I, play. I, I will. It. I will do that. So I. So it sounds like it's a great show. I mean, you know, a couple little hiccups here and there, but, you know, they're coming back off of uh, three months and it sounds like they have a few new people in the crew that, that they need to, you know, just get a couple more shows under their belt to, to make it perfect. But other than that, it sounds like it's a great show. Uh, uh, I Definitely all the fun little nuances in Albuquerque definitely had me excited. Uh Radio Radio, that's a tough one not to pick as Dave's song of the night because that is such a, a great song to hear live. But uh, just the fact that Jeremy Samples, who's seen 90 show, Vanity Tour shows and 408 shows overall, just have him say that he's this is one of the greatest things that he's seen for Nature Trail to Hell that's got to stand out for me. So, Frank, play that song. 
It's Dave's pick of the night. Nature Trail to Hell would be my pick of the night. Yeah, I mean, Dave, I would fly to New Jersey on Delta Airlines and slap you <laughs> if you did not pick Nature Trail to Hell. Uh, absolutely. Uh, well, let's see if that's what I picked as Dave's pick. It's Ethan's prediction of Dave's pick of the night. I, I may have given away what my choice was in that last comment, but uh, yeah, absolutely. I even in my notes wrote Dave's pick of the night while that song was playing <laughs> because it's like there's nothing. I even I knew Radio Radio was coming up, and I know how you feel about that. And I was like, there's yeah. no way that this is not Dave's pick of the night. Um, it's it's really remarkable, and I really hope uh, Dave, you get to hear it live. I hope um, I hope I get I it's do fantastic yeah. yeah they they obviously put a lot of uh, effort into this intro and it just it really showed and we you know we all loved it except for Jake he didn't hear it Great. <laughs> <laughs> you and me Jake you and me I know, <laughs> I know. you got Detroit though they'll, they'll do it in Detroit well hopefully, hopefully. Saginaw I guess Saginaw too oh Saginaw yeah we'll see it might have been a one time thing they might have they might have done the intro just for my 50th uh, right. Vanity Tour, <laughs> or because I was gone. So yeah, they're like. <laughs> that's why they sent JW out Let's to the lobby. <laughs> yeah, they're they're on walkie talkie, like, and JW go. <laughs> He's in the lobby. <laughs> um, so let me think. Uh, what happened for uh, for uh, after the show ended? Um, Jake and I went out to the lobby because they had those, like I mentioned earlier, those really cool drink signs. And we asked, um, some security guard, like we saw the signs hanging up. We're like, can you get those for us? And she's like, I can't get in there. Uh, but then someone was walking by, but, and she's like, oh, but she's the owner and she'll get it for you. And so (laughs) the owner like unlocked the concession booth, went in and got us the signs um uh, one oh, wow. of one of each Great. and then we're like oh well we did see some upstairs and we're looking for the bathroom uh so i i started actually we ran into your uh some folks that Jake knew at that point oh yeah um Matthias um Matthias the son of uh yeah of son a, of uh a super fan right yeah, Charlie Charlie Alvarez um, yep. Charlie Alvarez so we we ran into his son Charlie was not there um, and so we were talking to them for a little bit, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to run upstairs before they don't let me go upstairs to try and grab some more signs so Dave can add one to his uh, yeah. collection. And so I, I started going up the stairs, and security stops me. like, ah, oh, people aren't allowed up there. Um, and I was like, oh, I, was, you know, I, I had the two in my hand already. And I said, I was really hoping to find these signs so I can add them to my collection. And uh, the security guard, nicest lady in the world, she's like, I'll, I'll go up and look for you. And she came back with a stack of them. She like obviously found them <laughs> oh. and, and brought them. So, uh, Dave, you are all set. You you have uh, you have some. Yay! And uh, thank I you, actually... security guard, and thank you, Ethan. Yes. And so then, uh, I went back to, uh, um, you know, the the seats. You know, waiting for Jeopardy. And as soon as I walk in the door, who do I see chatting with Nancy and Jake? But John Bermuda Schwartz. Um, what, ah. a, what a guy he's right there and uh i showed him the signs i was like do you have these he's like no he's like I, i'd really like some i was like 
um, well, I, I got you some. <laughs> so he was very excited. I, I, I gave him uh, uh, gave him the signs right there and uh, uh, made nice. sure that that he he knew about some of the other stuff that we'd seen in the venue. Um, and uh, he had not seen the newspaper I saw at Harvey's, so luckily I do have an extra one for him on that. Um, but it was nice to see Bermuda. Of course, we, we already mentioned a little bit earlier, but I did ask him about um, when I was your age in good old days, if those were, you know, new versions of the song or sped up, or if that was just, um, you know, new, yeah. uh, first show back uh, exclusive. And, uh, yeah, it was nothing intentional. Um, so it was nice to see Bermuda, and uh, he he had some chicken wings to get back to. Uh, so he uh, he headed back, and then we uh, we saw Steve J, who was there, and and uh, he was there with a guy named Eric, and Eric is Steve's cousin, who they have not mm. seen each other for fifty five zero years. The same number of years wow. as shows I've seen on Vanity Tours. <laughs> um, Steve said he hasn't seen Eric since he was little. And uh, so it was wow. uh, a great reunion. And uh, it was nice to talk to them and chat and say hi to Steve. And um, it was very nice. And uh, so, of course, uh, when you have VIP, you get to uh, get a picture with Al. And uh, everything's the yes. same. There's still the same backdrop, uh, and there's still the the plastic divider, um, as we saw huh. in 2022. So that's all the same. There was no required masks though, um, when you know when you're not getting your photo taken. And um, I don't know. Do you guys want to talk about what you you did in the photos? Uh, I didn't know what to do, and whenever I got up there, I was like, I don't know what to do, Al. What should I do? And he was like, I don't know. And then we both shrugged. And we took pictures of us shrugging, not knowing what to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, I did. Um, I normally do wrestling poses with Al. And normally I'm like doing the pose or I might have Al do the pose with me. Uh, but tonight I decided to have Al do a wrestling pose. Um, and I'm Dave. You, I'm not sure if you remember this guy or not, but he was born in Kalamazoo. Uh, Christopher Daniels. Um I don't know if you remember. I'm familiar with him, but I don't know if I would yeah. know his wrestling pose. So I, I had Al do his wrestling pose yeah. while I was just like acting like astonished. <laughs> <laughs> and Jake, mine was boring. I had him. I have a duck on my sweater, and I had him point at the duck on my sweater. <laughs> <laughs> That's great! Come I, on, I thought That's it was boring. good. I, I like that. Um, I I was also struggling with uh, with what to do. Uh, so, uh, this will be a, a great, uh, test to, to, uh, of, uh, Kamal's photoshopping skills. Um, but my pose was, um, Al and I linking arms, of course, you know, not really, he's going to have to edit it. Linking arms as if we're skipping with, uh, we each have one leg in the air as if we're actively, uh, interlocked and skipping. So we'll see how that turns out. <laughs> wow. Sounds ambitious. Yes, it was very <laughs> ambitious. Probably my most ambitious one yet. Um, so then uh, we, we, of course, you uh, go around the loop, and then it's time to get your um, poster signed. And um, I was trying to think, like, what do I want? You know, like I usually try and have Al. Lately, I've, you know, tried to have Al do something weird for my poster. 
<laughs> so when I came up, I said, Al, will you just sign your name a couple times? And he just, he looked at me and he held up two fingers. He says, I'll sign it two times. <laughs> so he signed Weird Al Yankovic. And then right underneath it, he again signed Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> now you have to give it to him. Because it's like he's yeah, it's signed to personalized Al. it to himself. I'll sell it on yes. eBay. If anyone is named Weird Al Yankovic, I think they'll appreciate this poster. Personalized to Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, it was really fun. And then uh, well, I. Because we were in Kalamazoo, I decided to have Al uh, make out the poster to me, but write Weird Cal Yankovic. <laughs> On the uh, really on the autograph, yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, I had him write K K A L instead of that. Just I want to see it. Do I you have it. it with you? Yeah, it's out in the car. Oh wow! <laughs> I... the, it's out in mandatory font. It's in the van- <laughs> I can't wait to see that. I didn't know you did that. I want to see that. Yeah. Um. After Al signed my poster. I said, hey, Al, can you also uh, give me a tattoo? Because, <laughs> of course, on this week's uh, podcast episode, we talked about how when Al was on Howie Mandel's <laughs> podcast, he gave an actual fan with a tattoo gun, an actual tattoo. Um, yes. So so Al laughed and he said, uh, he's, he said he said something about how, uh, Dave, you wouldn't get, uh, you wouldn't let Al tattoo you. <laughs> Like, he was surprised that you said that, and I said, well, Al, I, I would be on board. You know, if you want to tattoo it, as long as you're the one doing it, uh, I'd be on board with it. So, but, so JW is, you know, listening to our conversation. He's like, you know, I think he's like, well, you know, not tonight. You know, if, if you're going to get a, a tattoo, you know, you got to tell us in advance, and we'll put you at the end of the line. So he, and I was like, no, JW, we're joking around, because Al literally just gave a guy a tattoo. <laughs> But I think JW thought I was trying to uh, have Al sign my leg or something. Uh, I got you. <laughs> and they, they were they were really protective, and JW especially had that job to be really protective of Al uh, tonight uh, due to the tour just starting and the cold weather and everything, to, trying to protect his voice and you know his physical state. Um, so I think that was another thing that kind of got JW, you know, on alarm for, for anything out of normal. <laughs> no, but it was really nice. It was great to see Al. And, uh, I asked him, I, I, uh, I motioned to, you know, my, uh, my chin and my, my mustache and said, you know, are you keeping that? And, and Al's like, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I haven't decided yet. So, um, That'll be another thing, Dave, for us to report on. Right. Another thing to track. <laughs> Al's uh, facial hair situation, so we'll have to see. Yep. All right. And uh, we're back here. We're in my bug-infested uh, <laughs> seven ice cube room. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think that's everything. Are we missing anything, guys, Dave? Oh, I think, yeah. I mean, it was a good... Good long review for your first show back, uh, or your, the first show of 2023. Yeah. Uh, you got a couple more, or four more, and then... Uh, and then they go to Europe. heads off to foreign country. Oh, I didn't talk about what I had signed. To... I had one of those drink signs signed. I, ha- I was just holding it, and <laughs> JW just kind of took it out of my hand and handed it to Al. Like, it's okay, I already have one of those posters, so... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I got I got one of the. What did Al say when did he? Oh, I said uh, so... I, I told Al that I stole it out of the bathroom, 
And I said, you're not mad at me for committing a petty crime, are you? And he said, no. So that's sign with Al's autograph on it. Well, that's great. I would have him sign something that says smells like Nirvana for sure. But, uh, so, but that's interesting. I don't know if you said this and I missed it or not, but, uh, it sounds like a bunch of you had poster signed, but Allison, you had something that wasn't a poster sign. So is that something? That that is yeah, that's why I was surprised. This, uh, like it just, <laughs> I was just holding it and all of a sudden JW was like, yoink, and gave it to Al and I got it right back. Well, I, I think what Dave's asking, so the procedure oh. is still, um, you're only allowed to get your poster signed, but I think because JW knows Allison and she had that right in her hand, he just made the assumption and... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was a good assumption to make. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, we should send Dave. We'll send you a picture of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, good. Yeah, and then you know we uh, we left the venue and it had snowed. Um, we're in Michigan and oh, wow. in the winter, so there was actually a little bit of a dusting on uh, on and mandatory fun, and uh, um, <laughs> I think it's still fun. snowing. As a, when we were outside, it was still snowing a little bit, so um, could be a. Uh, a tricky ride tomorrow and the rest of the weekend as All we right. uh, traverse the Midwest in the winter. The frozen tundra. Well, where are you uh, headed off to tomorrow? Nashville, Indiana. Nashville, Indiana. I think All you right. misspoke on the last episode because you said uh, Illinois. You said Nashville and Springfield, Illinois. I just oh. remembered that. Yeah, you messed up. How dare you? No, I didn't. Oh, you did. <laughs> I absolutely you. did not. No, Dave, you, back me up. You definitely did. <laughs> I heard it on the way over here. I was listening to your show. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's not me who no, messed up. Oh, Frank probably screwed that up. I, that is clearly, clearly something that our intern Frank would have done yep. to Ethan. Yep. Yeah, I bet right. he altered his voice. He altered the audio. Like yeah, because I absolutely state. said the correct state, whichever state that is that we're going to <laughs> on the episode. Yes, I... I agree with that. Well, it freaked me out for a second because I, I was like, Ethan wait, where are we going? State. <laughs> 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 well, uh, Dave, I'm so glad you were uh, able and willing to join us. It's very late. It's now 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, uh, sure is. Burrito, burrito time. And uh, we're in burrito, burrito time, even though we're Midwest. Um, so it's late, and uh, it's a Thursday, so <laughs> I, I, I think we're, we're about done. I let's... Should we go through the songs again, right. or anything, or should we just wrap this up, Dave? I, oh, I have to work. Tomorrow. I think we're good. I think <laughs> let, let's uh, let's wrap this up so you guys can. Yeah, let's get Jake off to work, and uh, let's get uh, let's get you guys rested up so that you can have a safe trip to Indiana or Illinois or wherever you're heading to tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I'll be looking forward to hearing all about tomorrow's show on the next episode. That was Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode, 44 centimeters. Hello, everyone. This is Dave, and I'm sure a lot of you are wondering, what is the difference between a stamp collector and a philatelist? Well, Stamp collecting is generally accepted as one of the areas that make up the wider subject of philately, which is the study of stamps. A philatelist may, but does not have to, collect stamps. It is not uncommon for the term philatelist 
to be used to mean a stamp collector. To me, the difference is I've, I've heard the term stamp collector before. I've not heard philatelist before. There's a difference between collecting the stamps and like, you know, Studying you, just, you just like the stamps. You like to think about stamps. <laughs> but you don't necessarily ha- own any stamps. 